Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to IndyCar Weekly. I am IndyStar sports reporter Jim Aiello, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Indy, uh, IndyCar driver and midget car driver this week, uh, Connor Daly. Connor, you're driving the DC39, hopefully for longer yes. than you drove an IndyCar this last, this past weekend. Yes, that would be nice. I'm sorry. I, I need my racing fix for the week, since I did not get it uh, over the weekend. So, yeah. That one, yeah. I mean, we'll, we can start there. I want to tell you that most of our questions are probably going to be about that. Yeah. I, will, I will say, and I was talking to you before, we have a shortage of questions this week because I feel like that aligns perfectly with the amount of time that you raced. Not a shortage. Yeah. We definitely have two, we have two pages of questions. Yeah. plenty of them. But, and thank you for those who submitted. But yeah, I feel like there's just not as many questions to be able to ask you this week because you just didn't get a chance to show what you had in that car, even though it was a shame. qualifying in the top 10 is a pretty solid start to the weekend. Yeah, honestly, I mean, I, I, I've never even seen Port. I mean, I went to Portland last year, but I wasn't really, you know, I was angry that I wasn't racing, so I wasn't really paying attention that much to the race, just sort of watched it. And then I watched it a few times, you know, when I figured out that I was driving, but I didn't really know that I was driving until, you know, pretty late in the week. So, yeah, you know, no simulator laps, no laps of any kind, just, you know, just showed in. up, here we go. <laughs> and uh, and, and that's, that's tough. I mean, that, that place is, you know, really fast. It's narrow. It's, you know, you got to be trusting of the of the of the uh, surface and I did really enjoy the track actually I think it's a lot of fun um, but uh, but yeah I mean the, the goal was just steady improvement I mean we show up and you know we have one set of tires like I'm not a rookie anymore right you don't get that rookie set of tires and they were like oh you should try and get Marcus's extra rookie set I was like yeah no I'm not a, I'm, there's no rookie set of tires for me sadly um, but yeah, you know, you have one set of tires, they go off and you're trying to improve and it's hard to do that. So then you have one other set of tires in practice too, which is again, hard to really improve in. Um, but you know, we, we run the reds, haven't run the reds in a long time and the reds were quite close to the black. So yeah. it's just, you know, there was, there was a lot of things and then that team has a different philosophy, uh, you know, than, than a team, you know, that I've driven for before. So you know, just getting used to how they work and how they, uh, how they operate was, um, you know, was, was different obviously. Um, but, but it was really good. I mean, it's an incredible team, a great group of people, um, and, and qualifying, you know, that the goal was to obviously, you know, really nail it in qualifying and we did. Yeah. So, you know, we were in a, a pretty stout group, obviously, you know, out qualified Joseph as well. So there's, you know, a lot of, a lot of good stuff that, that was happening there. And, um, you know, the second set of reds that we ran in the second qualifying was just a little bit off for some reason. I'm not really sure what happened there, but all of our balances sort of went off and I'm, and we don't, we don't really know why, but you know, we still qualified ninth. So, yeah. um, I really wanted to try and make the fast six. Obviously that would have made a bigger, uh, you know, a bigger, bigger mark, but you know, we were about two tenths away from doing that. So it is what it is, but to start in the top 10, honestly, I was thrilled. I was super happy about it. I mean, we just, yeah, it's just it, it is it is so hard to jump in when these guys are in full championship attack and i have just discovered a road course for the first time in a year so yeah it's been a while it was uh 
it had definitely been a while and uh my neck had been only used to going left and then it was going right so uh it, it was you know it was good but obviously you know there so much happens in indycar races and so many team owners are are always looking at the races um that it was it was supposed to be an important race for me and sadly you know we, we weren't able to make that happen but uh you know that's you know that's part it's, I, I literally couldn't do a single thing about it so that's a shame yeah <laughs> i mean that's well that's the thing i mean our hopefully you know team owners aren't staring at a sheet like we're staring at sheets right now looking <laughs> yeah. at the results and going 21st oh, counter finish 21st, yeah. 21st. oh wow and yeah, he couldn't even finish what 105 laps down. That's pretty brutal. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. Um, no, I mean, I, I do honestly think that owners don't know, don't see, just kind of look at the, well, the mean, next day. Yeah, really, re- realistically, you you always have to be assuming that they don't because it's it's because it's it's just part of our world. It's just you know people don't really care. You know, there's a lot of even even a lot of these you know. Like I had a lot of a lot better races than we, you know, than we really, did, well, than were really talked about, you know, in 2017. But the results weren't that great. Then right. 2016, you know, we ended up, you know, we had a lot of good stuff. But obviously, focusing on the the right now, yeah, it's it's tough to see that for me personally. And again, maybe it's not as impactful as I think. But I'm supremely pessimistic because I had such a good run going for the last five races. You know what I mean? I wanted to keep that going, and and that's. You know, it's hard when you're on a bit of a streak, like finishing, you know, finishing well and yeah. and, and being up there. Uh, it's just weird to have that end. You're, I'm sitting there. And I'm like, well, that sucks. Like, can we go back out? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, no, the car's destroyed. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I just wanted to drive. Like, I was still learning more about that track too. So yeah. And it's a shame for James even more because James now has had two Portland races where he has not made it past like 500 yards. He, so he's just this year for him too. Speaking of bad luck, yeah. My God. I yeah, just, it's been pretty brutal. I mean, they our cars had like targets on our backs. It felt like it was just, it was such a shame because it's so unnecessary. I mean, we'll obviously talk about this answering questions, but you know, these are, this is a professional motor race, right? And we, we've seen dumb stuff happen this year. We've seen, you know, big mistakes. Yeah. Um, but this is, it's just inexcusable. I mean, you know, if say, say Santino or me or, or Colton did that, I mean, you'd be ripping rookies to shreds. I mean, all these guys would be like, Oh yeah. You know, I mean the stuff that would be said, but like, you know, I didn't get an interview. No one, no one said anything about that. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I got out and I was like, I'm not going to go punch Graham Ray Hall. Like, I, I get it. It's just, you know, these things happen. But it, like, it's so dead. Like, Graham is not worrying about his job. Graham got hired by Penske this week to drive in yes. the Acura sports car. Yes, like, he did. Awesome, great for Graham. Like, pff, I have not. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, that's still going to happen. Graham's yeah. never going to be hunting for a job, and and maybe that helps. You know, maybe that maybe that allows them to take more chances. Like maybe Ryan Hunter Ray. You know, Ryan Hunter Ray, that was a pretty inexcusable mistake to take out other teammate Jack Harvey. But again, Ryan's never gonna have to worry about a job. So like maybe maybe that gives them the chance to take more risk. I don't know. Maybe it's a different a different style of racing. But it was uh, it, it was a shame because to see all of our cars literally, we were all in the engineering office by lap twelve. Was yeah. just like it's just on or lap fifteen or something. It was unbelievable. So. It was a shame, you know. None none of us could do anything about it. Jack had a great weekend going too. Jack was Jack was driving really well. He qualified fourth. That was great. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. I mean, Jack Jack was really quick there. He's uh, he's got that track on lockdown. I could I could tell from his data. So it was good to have him to learn from and try to try to get to that point. Um, but yeah, just a weird weekend. A weird weekend overall. And 
you know, we were very much, you know, someone's called me a victim before in this podcast. We were victims. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Like this is that's the actual fact of what happened here. I don't so, think there's sorry any about that. Yeah. I, I was watching the replay again this morning and to see Wow, doing your research well, early in the morning. Well, I just wanted to make sure I was Love all cut it. up. I yeah, <laughs> but I just don't. I was watching this morning and I uh and I see Hinge get hit and I yeah. you can almost see him just kind of throw his hands up like again. Yeah. Why not? Like that's just that's just been my year. So I feel bad, like you said. I mean, Schmidt Peterson had a pretty. This is you yeah. know, they're only a, well, they're only going to be this team in existence for another yeah. race, and this was just ugh. What a what. the annoying thing too is like when Graham hit my the steering wheel dug into my hand, uh, and like I, I was like, ouch! This is the first time I've ever felt the wheel react in a way, and like James had the same thing happen to her. Both we both came out of the car and we're like, well, shoot, your hands bleeding, your fingers are bleeding. Yeah. We didn't even do anything. <laughs> So it was it was uh, it was a shame that that happened, but you know it it is what it is. I, I actually I didn't know that I even sp- I spun Spencer also because when Graham hit me, I hit Spencer hit and Spencer, I, he yep. texts me after the race. He's like, "Hey man, sorry about what happened." And I was like, "Oh wait a second, I I saw that I spun you. I'm sorry about that. It sucks too." He's like, "I had no idea what was going on in that whole exchange," but um, but yeah, I mean pretty cool to be driving those cars obviously i mean the arrow the arrow guys i mean all those guys are really really strong at what they do and yeah um it was cool to be part of that team and that hospitality unit that they have over there is pretty awesome yeah, I think it's club massive. five or whatever they call it was <laughs> was pretty rad um but yeah just a really interesting uh weekend i mean for the championship again Everyone ends up in the top five again. You know, Alex and Alex and Joseph are right there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm 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 surprised that that Alex was where he was, but uh, you know, it's at least he's on the podium. However, it's a it's a pretty large gap for him to for yeah. him to, to to get. And even Simon, like Simon, I don't know all the Penske cars. Not like only one Penske car made it into the fast six and into the fast yeah. twelve. Weird weekend for them. Yeah, I just that was very very surprising. Um, and, and I, and I don't know why that is like, but, but this is, it just goes to show you how, again, how competitive IndyCar racing is. I mean, anyone can have a good weekend at any time. It right. seems like if you, if you really nail it. Um, and so, yeah, that was, that was, that was really fascinating to see that. And to be frank, I mean, this year, if it's been a Penske car up front, it's been Joseph or it's been Simon. It really hasn't been well. Yeah. Will's had, Will's had some rough weekends. And so to see it flipped like that, not just well, for the race well, results, Will's but on for a run cl- now. I know. Now yeah. he's, I think he's, he's like, taking okay. his form too late. <laughs> Say if the season started right now. Will would be in perfect shape to win a championship. Yeah, Will is, uh, but that's so Will. You know what I mean? When, when he has weekends like that, where he, you know, where he's up front and he gets to the lead, like you're never gonna beat him. Like that was Will Will Power form where he was in the lead, and there's no one even close. Like on the restarts, the guy's four seconds ahead by lap, you know, lap three after the restart. Well, when you when you qualify, when you take the pole a hundred times in your career, you're pretty good at yeah. starts and restarts. Although Colton had the pole, which is you know, that was really that was really impressive from Colton. I mean. He, I, I, I was looking at his, you know, his data and seeing some of what was going on. I mean, the guy was driving a loose car. We was, you know, it's and loose is fast for for when you qualify yeah. in IndyCar, you got to be free. The rear's got to be moving for for that that last bit of speed, and Colton can really do that. However, it burned off his tires in the first ten. So yeah, was, he was, was sliding really all over the place. Yeah, what, there, so- there's got to be a compromise in between setups. That's for sure. Like you want to be free, you want to be moving around a little bit in qualifying. But clearly, it, it really destroyed their their rear tires for the that first stint. 
you you said you were looking at his data. Is that are you already digging in for for long, for Laguna with with Andretti, or is that just like a thing you got to see? Because uh, how does well, that work? So well, sort of everyone gets everyone's data in IndyCar now. It's a weird like low key system, but uh, but yeah, and if, I can't really explain it much more. But yeah, you could see everyone's data essentially. I don't know how that all worked, but when uh, did that start? Can you tell I, me that? I don't know. It, it pretty pretty recently. I'd heard about yeah, this. Yeah, pretty recently. Yeah, it, I don't think there's a. It came up during the not a very Pocono secure incident. internet program for ah. the series or or something. I don't know. Something. There's something there where everyone can get everyone's data. So and everyone is doing that. Everyone has. Oh access. yeah, for sure. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but yeah, whatever. It's, I had. I it had doesn't heard, matter because it's happening. So. Yeah, I had heard it during the during the Pocono fun. I mean, it's cool. It's good to see, and I'm, I mean, you know, it's nice. But yeah, Colton was really good there, and he okay. Like, again, I. This is how my fantasy picks went, right? Oh yeah, who'd you do? I had. Power, Rosenquist, Rossi, and Herda. Are you serious? Yeah, and me. You swept? <laughs> yeah, I, so I, well, I swept. Other than yourself? <laughs> so I was obviously a little disappointed in myself <laughs> because obviously I couldn't complete the sweep. But yeah, I was you like... You went one, I, two, three, four? Yeah, I picked all those guys. Holy cow. So like like Herda, again, Herda's super good on permanent road courses. Like we've seen that. Road yeah. America, here, Austin. Um, so yeah, it's it's... That's the telltale sign, and Rosenquist as well. Rosenquist is a good circuit driver. Like you know, it's a, it's 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 really you know really good at these tracks. So, so yeah, you just got to pay attention to these small I, you, things. You you have okay. Wait, so I know your friends call you for gambling advice. Yeah, if you gave them this, there's no reason you shouldn't have a ride next year. They should have made a boatload of money on one right. two on one but two see, three I don't, four. I don't tell them that. You know what I mean. <laughs> I just I just put these. I was like, boom, fantasy IndyCar. Here we go. You didn't tell them the bet. I am those leading the row? fantasy IndyCar championship. Which Are you is really wild going into the last round? Yeah, <laughs> which is hilarious because maybe I know how to. Maybe I know about this sport. I don't know. I, well, there's 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 signs that indicate you might be you might know something about. And IndyCar. I'm picking myself in Sonoma or in Laguna too. So we'll see. Maybe I can finally come through for Could myself. You? Start emailing me or texting me your picks right before because I could I could use help. Well, my just good. use your good brain, Jim. <laughs> I don't have. You're not well. You're not covering IndyCar. Anymore, I know, but so I still. Know what's going on? I don't, and I don't. I don't make my picks public, but I definitely. Yeah. I definitely talk about them out loud. And that's I, funny. I, I missed. I missed again, of course. But well, one thing about this race too that like low key Spencer had a great run. Spencer Piggott, he he spun on that first lap accident, yeah. and the guy came all the way back to six. six so yeah. He's really he's really doing well. He's really trying to. I mean, he certainly did better than Ed Jones. I don't know what Ed Jones was doing, but yeah, it, like Spencer, Spencer was killing it that that day. So that was really good for him. I mean, that was it's it's that time of year where he needs to have some special runs. Um, yeah, you know, I I think I don't. I mean, no one's really talked about what the Ed Carpenter team is doing next year. I mean, he's very quiet when it comes to that kind of thing. Yeah, and which is weird because like it's not like they're signed. You know what I mean? No. So I. But Ed doesn't yeah. talk about that stuff very. Yeah, often. Ed Ed really doesn't, which is which is respectable. Um. I haven't even really, I haven't even really talked to Ed myself either. So I, I don't, you know, I don't know. I know he, it's kind of an awkward position because I really like Spencer, but also, you know, I don't know what. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm. There's a lot going on right now. I don't. I don't know what. What else? Uh, you know, what else is available? So who knows? Are you still? I mean, before you had a pretty good 
handle on how silly season was going to get wild. Do you still think there's going to be some more movement? Well, I mean, there there has to be some more movement, right? Because you still have the McLaren seat, you still have you know Ray Hall potentially adding a seat, but yeah. but other than that, I mean, there's not a lot. I mean, there's not a lot going on. So you know, until Ed secures his his guys down. I guess those are the only ones that are really, you know, potentially movable, but I don't see them moving. I see, I see Ed sticking with Spencer again. Um, and I don't, I mean, I don't know what the 20 car road course goes to. I'm not really sure whether Ed's locked that in with his own money or not. If you're going to pay for it, then yeah, you can keep it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think so, the, the Scuderia guys are going to stick around, I think. Yeah, but then the only other one is Foyt, right? Foyt, like, I don't think Lace is going to stick around, obviously. I don't think he wants to stick around. That's news we need to talk about, I wouldn't either. Yeah, I mean, they lost their losing ABC Supply, which everyone knew was going to happen, which is a shame because that's a great sponsor. They're great people. Uh, I really like all those people there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what like, AJ was saying they have two or three potential sponsors. I'm like, well, that's great. But, like, yeah. what are they going to be? Like, you guys, like, it's... <sighs> I mean, it, it was it would be great if they can sell sponsorship. That's awesome because that means someone's selling sponsorship, or maybe they just have a driver that's going to bring sponsorship. I could, don't know. That could be what it happens. Um, yeah. But yeah, that that's that's a tough situation. I think it was an impending doom that we all, uh, you know, that we all sort of predicted. But uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm that, that those those will be the moving pieces in the next you know in the next until middle of October, right? And then probably. All of a sudden, there'll be deals that are be do- done in December and then January because people are like can't find the money, and then yeah. <laughs> and then March, and then you show up at St. Pete like, oh shoot, who's in this car? Yeah, there's one more left. Yeah, usually yeah. it's Dale or somebody looking for that, but I think yeah. they, they should be all right. But uh, no, I mean just to get back to Foyt real quick, this is obviously the last thing that team needed, which is yeah. to lose a, 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 a partner like ABC Supply. We, we talked about it earlier. What they needed is probably more engineering depth. What they needed is probably be able to spend more money. Yeah. I mean, at least, yeah. in, in, I mean, I'm not saying that would have solved all their problems. <laughs> I'm just saying that that would have been. What yeah, they- I mean, it's it's tough. They've got a lot of people there right now, but it's, but yeah, I mean, certainly a losing money can't help them. Yeah. So, but maybe they'll be fine. Maybe they'll have, you know, Copenhagen or something come back on or, or something, some incredibly classic AJ Foyt sponsor, which would be absolutely <laughs> awesome. I would love to see that. Yeah. Um, but who knows? I, I, I mean, I. I do feel bad for them. That's a shame because you never want to lose sponsors. But it was such a long run with that team. They did a great job. Uh, Well, they they were they were great to be a part of the series, and you know they deserved you know more wins. But they also were there and made things happen, and 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 definitely activated at all the IndyCar events. So that was that was huge. Yeah, sold a lot of tickets for IndyCar. So they're they're IndyCar is going to be wanting to be replacing their uh, their suite spaces and stuff like that. Right. So we'll see. Speaking of ABC Supply, there's other news we should talk about, which is... Oh, yeah. Yeah, Pocono. No more. I mean, it's not something we were yeah. not expecting. We were all kind of expecting it. That uh, is a shame. I, well, it's a shame, but, like, I'm excited for Richmond, but, you know, I also still hate that we only have 17 races. Like, I won't, like we need 20 races. Like, that would be great. Um, but, yeah, I, I think... Uh, I think it's exciting for the series because it's something new, and I think the short oval racing has been really cool for us this year, and I, I've loved short oval racing this year. Um, but yeah, Pocono going away just like that, I yeah. mean, it seems like it was almost involuntary on their part, you know what I mean? So yeah, so yeah and, and losing that PA, you know, that PA race and that, that sort of area is a shame. But I mean, a lot of people I'm sure are like, yeah, get rid of it. You know, they got hatchets and pitch pitchforks out, like, no, we don't want to go to Pocono, so. I know, well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that was one thing I wanted to ask you about was that there's just no presence in the Northeast <clears throat> anymore for IndyCar, and that seems like a, a kind of. A, I, I'm not saying there's a huge 
yeah. fan base out there, but I think there are fans out there. Mm. And I know for a lot of people, like a guy like Mario, I remember I was talking to him about it. He was heartbroken yeah. that they're going to lose a race. That's their home track. That's their home track. After yeah. Yeah, after losing Nazareth, this, we all that go was to Mar- We're not going to be able to go to Marco's cabin after the race, which is a shame. Yeah, I. That was the most fun part. <laughs> but Richmond, I mean Richmond. Where, where is Richmond? Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> so you've we haven't been there ever in a long time. You know, not since not since the early two thousands. So yeah, that's east. I mean, it's not northeast, but yeah, it's east. It's east. Yeah. I mean, you never know. I think there's an exciting potential for new things, right? And and if sure. and if we have a good race there, which obviously I hope we do, um, you know, we we figure out how to make these these basically figure out how to make these short ovals a little bit more exciting, or figure out how to make them yeah like sort of like like gateway. Make everything like Gateway, and that'll be great. Gateway, yeah, um, yeah. Gateway, Gateway is the best. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think I'm excited about it. I, I like the idea of going to Richmond. I remember watching, you know, these guys in the IndyCar series do that back in the day. I thought it was a great race under the lights. I mean, night racing is the best too. Yeah, there's nothing like night racing. Let's get more of that. Like, love that stuff. Let's get a night street race. Like, I don't care. Put up a bunch of street that, lights, and we'll great. just do, that. Would be hysterical. It would be fun if it would you, be could, awesome. you could actually yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like a nightclub setting. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a It'd Fast be, and the Furious type I situation. Think there's, I think we should think about it. <laughs> I think we should think about it. Well, we'll ask uh, Jacoby Brissett. Maybe he can fund some of that with that money he just got. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. <laughs> there. You I'm drew just, a cold track in there. <laughs> you were the yeah. one asking me about Andrew it on the way Luck's here. Andrew so. Luck's gone. Yeah. Now we got Jacoby. I'm all in on Jacoby. I think he's going to be good. Okay, good. Get a good. little movement. Get a little throw. He's going to... He's pitch can- it out to Ty. He's got a cannon, yeah. He's got a he's got a rocket of an arm. <laughs> um, I don't really care about anything else that happened in this race, so we can go to questions. You don't, you don't want to talk about? Well, wait. Before, nope. Okay. No. What, what did you want to? What did you want? Well, I don't want to talk about the race. I mean, uh, the championship, real quick. Should we? Probably, should, don't we have an obligation to talk about it? Yes. I mean, whew, what is it? Forty-one points. Yeah, I think it's over. We can go quick. You, oh, you think it's over, huh? It's, I mean, yeah. You I think, think it's over? It's double points, man. Anything can happen. I Joseph's know. been throwing stuff off the road. <sighs> I guess, but 41's a lot. He dropped wheels in front of me in qualifying, and I was like, no, Joseph. He he made the track so dirty. My second lap was ruined. I guess double But he point- ruined his own lap, too. I guess double points, <clears throat> it makes it a possible p- possibility yeah, for I mean, honestly, like Simon. You'd much rather be in Joseph's position, right? Because, like... We know Penske's probably going to qualify in the top twelve. Right. He only needs to finish his, you know, somewhere like fifth or like. Well, if he finishes fifth, he wins in general, right? I don't. I haven't looked at the numbers like where he can finish yeah. and just win, but I'm pretty sure that's got. It's got to be close. Yeah. So I mean, Alex, Alex has to win, and there's there's nothing else. I mean, Alex has to win. Simon's not even in it, right? Like we no, can't Simon's, even. Simon's yeah, I know, but he one point back. Yeah, but of Alex, I, I mean, but I don't know. Okay, well, let's. I think it's just Alex and Joseph. <laughs> You've been trying to you've been you've been I saying that for weeks. Alex and Joseph. Okay. Simon's been my dark horse. I know that, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I'm going to be on Alex's team, so I, I mean, we're gonna you know we're set, we're certainly going to look at all that. We're certainly going to try and yeah. you know we have the test day on Thursday before that race, which is really really helpful. Um, I've been looking at you know I've been starting to study up on everything with that team and trying to get back into my Air Force machine. Um, so it's you know it's going to be interesting, and I'm sure there's going to be special code words for you know if yes. Alex needs to win and you're leading, you know let him buy. I actually had a bad dream about that the other day that I was leading the race and I needed to let Alex buy, and it was a really did you do it? It was a, it was a, it was a conflict in my soul. Did you do it? I no, absolutely not. <laughs> I did not. But True I, racer. But then, True but, then I, right but then I went through an idea of if I did, and then I would be really mad, and then I don't know. 
very interesting to think about though because you never know i mean yeah what would you do in that situation that's a really that's a really interesting thing like you've got to pull over i've always been the nice guy in my career gotta do it but that hasn't really gotten me anywhere so i see maybe it's time to be you know be uh the guy who doesn't do that i don't i don't don't know know if alex would be your friend anymore after that (laughs) but here's the thing just beat you on track the here's what it comes down to I don't have a job. <laughs> Alex has a three-year contract, or whatever, making a ton of money. Guess who's going to have a chance at a championship the next two years? Alex. Guess who needs to get into the championship? Me. So I don't care. And that's 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 that. I love Alex. Love the fact that he can potentially win a championship. <laughs> yeah. But if we're going for a race win, I, I mean, get the hell out of my what way. What are we? T- I mean, come on, like. That there is no and, and if there's anyone who try, well Alex is going for a championship I'm like who cares since when it's like well I'm I just it's, it's it just doesn't make sense that it's it's not a real thing if you think that I'm that gonna be that guy then that's just man you know, I don't think anyone else in the racing series would do that unless they had like a ten year contract with Penske and <laughs> like if it was if it was Will and you know he knows he'll have a a Penske future forever, then yeah, maybe that's happening. Joseph, yeah. But I, but my, my racing contracts <laughs> end at, you know, September 23rd. Oh, those code words. You, so, are you just going to walk in and be like, don't worry about it. I don't need to know you. Know, yeah. <laughs> I don't like, need to don't know those code words. Don't code even tell me about code brown. Yeah. <laughs> not going to yeah, use them. Don't even tell me about, uh, you know, tango banana or whatever it is. <laughs> like I'm, I'm not, I'm not listening. <laughs> I'm just going to try and win that race. That's all I want to do. Win, so, win Laguna or end up with the trophy and uh, and see what happens. I, even if it's third. Even if I'm third and Alex is trying to go for third. You're just going to... Nope, nope. I want that trophy. Man, we're trophy hunting. You are going to make some friends. That's going to be yeah, fun. I'm gonna, actually, I'm gonna, I don't know. I mean, no. what do you mean make some friends? No, I'm going to be my own... I'm going to... I'm, I'm kidding. I'm being the opposite. Secure my future. No, you know, I think people would like that. I think a lot, yeah. of, I think a lot of people would actually dig it that you wouldn't yeah. give it and up. And Alex is definitely not listening to this, so I don't mind. No, but uh, Andretti people might be like, well, I'm not going to ask him. No, they that. don't listen either. They don't, they don't listen, listen either? Only Carlin listens to my okay. podcast. <laughs> Only everyone, well, we appreciate only everyone that. at Carlin listened to it. That's because they were, they were scared of you telling their secrets. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, so, yeah, so that's what's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> championship is going to be very exciting. I mean, it is going to be exciting because Alex is probably going to be fighting at the front and Joseph's going to be, you know, just meandering like Al- Alan Prost would do and you know, <laughs> do whatever he meandering. needs. To, yeah, do whatever he needs to do to win the championship, but potentially. Or it's going to be... Joseph just, just dominating, or Joseph's going to go in qualify and pole and win, and he, then it's just going to be a he qualify and pole when he won. Yeah, he qualified on pole when he won yep. the championship two years ago or last mm-hmm. year. No, two years ago. Sorry. Yeah, Sonoma two years ago. So yeah, yeah. there. Well, there's yeah. There's potentially three scenarios. So no shenanigans then from the team. They won't have like a oh I don't know Zach or I, I, Zach or I, I, Ryan. I, I can't again, say anything about it. I don't want to call. I don't. I, I'm not going to question their integrity here. But if yeah. they if they see Joseph on track and I'm going to try something, I, well, try, no, see, I mean, try they, something bold here. Well, you got. I mean, you have to be. You have to think that teams obviously want to try and help win their championship, right? So there's there's we're going to certainly have conversations about like how you know how we can help Alex win the championship because it's a team effort, right? But well, getting yeah, feisty I mean, around Joseph would would help. Well, no one's gonna take out Joseph. Like that's that's not ever gonna happen. But uh, but yeah, we know we know who to be in front of, and we know who to not be in front of. So okay, that's important. But like Colton was never gonna let Joseph by. You know what no, I mean? No, no, I. That was um, that was definitely not gonna happen. 
because they, that's an Andretti car. So well, you guys gonna have that team's gonna have a lot of options next year when they have eighteen cars on track that are all Andretti affiliated. That'll be interesting. There'll be a uh, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, we can talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, there, yeah, there are gonna be a lot of Andretti cars. And there's gonna be a lot of Andretti affiliated cars out a there. A lot of Andretti affiliated machines. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, especially, on <laughs> but it's going to be exciting that they do that. Is good, it good for them? Is it potentially seven for the five hundred? I don't know. Because if they add, because if yeah, I don't know. What are you sprouting here? Well, I think the I think Zach's already talked about the idea of going for Fernando for the five hundred again next year. Zach Brown. Yeah, and I with, literally, with Andretti just, I literally and not, just connected Andretti. And, I was like, and, why would cow, you do that? My, yeah, they are, they have a team. They're not going to have two teams. You're right. I'm spouting a rumor. Jim's not even sense. in our world anymore. Jeez. This is disgusting. That was embarrassing. I'm Zach, sorry. Zach has a team. Zach is a great guy, actually. I will say, I, yeah. Zach Brown has been super nice to me, and I, I he was texting me all weekend, you know, saying good job and go get him in the race and all that stuff. And I said, hey, this guy doesn't need to text me. No. You know what I mean, this guy's you know head of McLaren, like, but a really nice guy. I, I really respect him a lot for for doing that because you know I I assume he's got everyone and his brother yeah. talking to him about being a McLaren racing driver and I'm I'm just out here doing my thing and and he's been super supportive that's so awesome. I, I think that's really cool of him to do that I mean whether 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 I even have a chance there or not which is you know which we can't even talk about literally Schmidt doesn't even want me to publicly talk about you know the future but I'm like hey you know what that's fine I'll just talk about Thanks, people, and and what yeah. you know, what they're doing. So was it weird? So, yeah, was I mean just the can can we ask about the like the Marcus element stepping in there? Yeah, it was very strange, man. It just a just an odd deal. I mean, like I sort of knew on the Monday of the race week that this was potentially going to happen. Yeah, and I was like, well, that's that's strange. And then like I was texting Marcus, and I was like, well, hey, man, like good luck if you're racing. He's like, honestly, I don't even know if I'm going to race yet. And I said, what? I was like, well, that's that's terrible. Now I feel bad. Like, what's going on here? Like, and he's like, well, no. I mean, I just I gotta, you know, I have to be over here. So it was it was it was very weird. Like, just an odd an odd scenario. But I mean, I guess you know he's he's obviously very loyal to the Sauber guys because like he's been there a while. And he knows them really well. And, yeah. And if you have a chance to race in a Formula One race, I assume you take it no matter what. Um, but because they have better prize money. Um, but. <laughs> But yeah, I, I just I I think yeah, there, there's definitely got to be more to that than we know about. But you know, like the fact that they think Kimmy wasn't going to race with a pulled muscle, and we got Joseph over here two years ago racing with a broken shoulder and a broken hand. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, like I that. that I, I I mentioned that to someone last night, and I was like, you guys, like those Formula One guys, honestly, they think they're the best of the best and the coolest of the cool and the fittest of the fittest. They're not. Like yes, very good. Some of the best, like absolutely the best drivers in the world. We can we can say that. But like, come on, like a pulled muscle. Like, what are we ta- what are we talking about here? I mean, wh- we got guys going into battle here every weekend, getting yeah. you know breaking bones and racing the next weekend. I mean, like, come on, like don't even don't even start with me on the toughness of racing drivers over there. I mean, it's just a bunch of Nancys. But I. I love them. I love them all. They're all. I mean, a lot of those guys are my <laughs> what, friends. What a weird I don't U-turn say you, just, you just took. <laughs> but it was. But I just. It, it was a little embarrassing. I think okay. it was a little embarrassing. So that but, was. But but yeah, I think they wanted. They obviously needed to have Marcus over there. Yeah. And they don't trust any of their other development drivers to potentially step in and to race. Ruin the car. Or yeah. they don't have enough super license points, and he was the only guy who does have a super license. So there's all that as well. Um, 
but uh, but yeah, I, I think that was a very strange situation. Not really sure what it means for the future, but you know what? Obviously, I, I had the perfect opportunity to substitute there. Yeah. And we did it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, yeah. So, and, and Marcus, you assume we'll be back for Lagoa? I assume so. Yeah. I mean, okay. I don't see why not. Okay. All right. Well, actually, before we get into questions, well, I mean, do we, I think we have a BC39 question. Why don't we just, I'm going to skip to it. That way we can just talk about it. And then okay, it's the Chuck Mulkey one. It's the last one. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just counter what your expectations for the PC39. So tell everybody what you're doing this week, and then we can ask you a few questions. About um, well, literally, you know, in a couple hours today, I will be out there at the track, uh, you know, getting in the midget for the first time since the Chili Bowl. Um, and, yeah, just, just going to go out there and race for uh, Petrie Motorsports. Scott Petrie is going to run me. Uh, pretty excited about that. Teammates with uh, Dave Darlin, Jerry Coons Jr., and, and Kevin Thomas Jr. Yeah. Um, so really good drivers, really yeah. good team. Uh, a lot of a lot of really, really awesome stuff happening there. There's like 90 of us, so 90, 90 drivers. You know, there I'm, I'm like I'm starting on pole for heat five, uh, which is going to be really tough. <laughs> but I was 87th to draw my starting position, so I didn't really have much of a choice. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Going to be fun. Uh, Wednesday, like Wednesday night, Thursday night. Um, is you know is when all the action is happening so i i I will be driving both nights for sure not really sure how long into the night i'll be driving (laughs) but uh but yeah it's it's gonna be cool i mean i'm excited love the event love how it's like sort of a prelude to the brickyard 400 i mean i think it's a it's a great week for racing uh and the weather looks good so that'll be really fun better than last year so you actually get a, a few heats in there hopefully well hopefully just at least one there's like one hot lap session and then straight into the heat race okay. so really okay. still not, not much, much so okay yeah so you're just gonna be going it's yeah it's gonna be full full throttle what's that like i mean you get i mean you're going you're jumping from an indie car to to this this is the big this is a big change. it's a big change like, well someone said in a in a in a in a in a six week period let's go through this it's uh, three three different IndyCar teams. Yeah, both ovals and road courses. Yep, dirt midgets, Lamborghini Super Trofeo. Yep, all in a six week period. Yeah. So so three different IndyCar teams, three different IndyCar races, a dirt midget race, and a Lamborghini Super Trofeo race, all consecutively. That's that's a lot. Yeah. That's a, it's a wild three different teams. There there's a lot a lot there so it's been it's going to be a wild finish to the season yeah um you know this weekend i actually have off which is wild but technically i'm racing this week so you know we'll have gone six weeks in a row essentially of driving something for different operations and um yeah it's pretty crazy that's pretty exciting i mean yeah yeah, it is It's, it's good and if you rewind a year you can add you can add a stock car in there well, yeah, but I'm just talking then six weeks. No, like, I know. In but, a row. Like, that is that is crazy. But I got to think, like, Kid U was, like, not thinking about driving <clears throat> three or four different kinds of cars within a year. No, not really. Or automobiles. Or, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, well, in January of this year, I wouldn't have thought that this this much stuff would have been happening. So, yeah. It's all it's all good, you know. Everything, all the positive momentum. I mean, I'm 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 more focused than ever, really. I think there's there's a lot. Like I, I legitimately, I don't care about anything else. You know what I mean? Like through the years, whether it's been 2017 or 18, you know, I, I was trying to obviously, you know, I'm, I'm a young man, right? So you're trying to like live life, trying to figure out what, like, oh, I bought a house, right? It's so like, okay, what do I do with that? But now like I have my house and I, like, I don't do anything else. Like I don't even, I don't even hang out with my friends as much anymore. Like I literally just, I don't care about anything else other than 
being a racing driver and being a full-time racing driver. And I know like I've always, I've always been that way. I've always, I've always thought that that's all I care about, but I literally, I don't go out. I don't leave my house. I, I try to figure out, okay, I'm going to the gym in the morning, going cycling in the afternoon, make sure like my body's right. And then I'm just going to, I'm not going to go. I'm, I'm just going to like stay and do what I need to do. And like, it's, it's, it's a lot, it's, it's just more so than I've done in the past. And so like, I, I, I don't want this chance to go away cause I feel really good about it. Yeah. You know, obviously yesterday meeting with my engineer, you know, trying to obviously study up on everything that we can possibly do for Laguna Seca. Yeah. Um, and I've always done that, but like, this is even just even more so than ever, just eliminating so many other things in, in life that you, that are just normal. Like just seeing your friends or doing whatever. Yeah. Cause it, cause you only have this chance like once. And yeah. So that's. You know that that's that's sort of what I think is helping me out, and you know, just being being consistent consistent on the track, and and not um, you know not worrying about anything else, because this is you know this is a really important time this this year and these next two years really, um, you know, until twenty twenty one when people's contracts come up again, because twenty twenty everyone's obviously sitting in there all good. Um, so yeah, so it's feel good about it. And it's you know good to be driving, um, but obviously Laguna is just the big the big finisher for multiple reasons. Yeah, there's a championship going on, yeah. but realistically, I need to have you know the best race of my life, and then we'll see what happens. I was going to ask you a question, but I think it may be stupid. I was going to say even if you're a full time driver, you don't get to do all the different kinds of stuff that you're doing. Probably, is there any part of you that, yeah. that would miss that or no? You just I mean no, full time dri- no, yeah. you just full time. Yeah, so stupid question. I yeah. mean yeah, I mean I yeah. would love to do like a bunch of stuff that I'm doing. Yeah, but, but you, like you can't. Would not miss the Lamborghini Super Trofeo Championship. Would not you know? I mean it was it's been a great time. It's been good to race, but like I want my brain and my body yeah. fully, 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 fully focused on one thing to be able to deliver everything that I can to be able to take to do the best that I can do. I mean you know. Because if you're full time in IndyCar, you know you can do simulator days. You yeah. have a certain amount of that. You get test days. Man, I forget what test days look like. Not even sure what those are like. Uh, I assume they're great. Um, but yeah, I mean that's you know you you can be fully fully dedicated back to just doing everything that you can, being yeah. in the race shop, doing you know all that stuff. So so yeah, wouldn't miss it. Okay. No, I mean I guess it's well. I mean I guess it's good that you're taking the opportunity right now while you're yeah. not. That you get to try some new stuff, do something like the BC thirty nine. So yeah, I was going to ask expectations diversifying my portfolio for. Okay, tell, tell fan, your expectations going in or not to win this race. No, no, I'm not going to win. Absolutely <laughs> not. I, I would love to make it somewhere. Uh, I would love to make it past. I don't know, being last, uh, make it into the C main or the B main or something, and then and then see what happens. How so frightening was last year when you just topped in? Oh, it was it was wild last year, but but also it was so shortened too because it was only like because it rained so much, yeah. so like they eliminated other, like certain heat races and stuff like that. So uh, I think this will be a better um, like a better format, okay? Because I can race both nights, and that's all gain experience by night two. Um, but like I'm starting on the pole for my heat race, so like it's it's going to be tough because you know you got to stay up front, like you can't lose spots. But I I do feel more confident after doing the chili bowl to be able to do that. Okay, so we'll see. I, I have more expectations for myself, um, but I don't I don't want anyone to think that I'm going to go try and go out there and like win this race. Like I there's a lot more respectable people who who have a chance at that <laughs> than I do. You got some. I mean, you got some incredible teammates though. Guys, you've accomplished yeah, quite awesome. a bit. Darling, I'm going to learn a lot. Guys, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, so, so I was, are you already talking to them in their ear about like for sure? Okay. I'm, and and I'm going to try. You know, obviously they're going to watch what we're got, what we got going on. I'm going to try and you know learn from those guys and just say, hey, tell me what to do. Tell me what you think I should do because like I have a feel for it now, a general feel for it, but obviously 
actually nowhere near this experience those guys have. So it'll be cool to be able to lean on them and just just ask questions. Are you bringing out any of your uh, your friends from the IndyCar world? I know Alex and Spencer and those guys came out last they, year. I don't think they care. No, they came. <laughs> no. Out, they came out to watch last no, year. No, I don't think they care. Who knows? All right, we'll, we'll see. Maybe maybe they'll be bored. I, they might. They might. They might. I could see Spencer coming out and just hanging out. Yeah, it looks like it was. Hey man, it was fun. Have a couple IPAs. Who knows? I'm gonna try to get out tomorrow night for sure. Yeah, do it if I can come watch you guys. That'd be great because it's a lot of fun. So hopefully, uh, yeah. I don't know if the dirt community really likes me. Like it's, I get a lot of weird looks being oh, really? there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why? I don't know. I feel like it's. it's you're an they're, outsider they're, guy. Yeah, yeah. And like I'm, I'm, I'm just like last night they had, we had this draft party yeah. for like picking, picking where you start right. in these heats and stuff like that. I literally stood by myself for two hours. Really? Actually. Yeah. And like I know some people there, but I'm just like, uh, and like I just, I, it feels really weird. I was just like, and Doug was there. I saw Doug every now and my stepdad. Yeah. And like Scott Petrie, my team owner, was there. We talked for long, like a long time, but. I know some of the drivers, like I know them, but like they just keep to their own crowds. And I'm like, oh man, this is, I, I, I feel bad. Like, what am I, do people like not, do people hate the fact that I'm doing this? I don't know, but here we are. So are you, I, I love it. I, I assume they hate that I am doing it because it's their world, but, uh, but I, I respect the heck out of them. I love, yeah. I love, I think they're some of the most talented racing drivers that there are. Um, so yeah. So we'll see. I, I I will keep respecting them like crazy because I love it. I think dirt racing is incredible, and I can't wait to get my butt absolutely demolished um, in these next two days. And I'll I'll be excited about That's it. That's a strange thing for them to. I mean, I guess you like I said, you're the outsider guy. You're, yeah, and you get mean, a, you get a lot of attention for it. Like I would hate it. I mean, maybe, maybe I would hate if like an F1 driver came over really randomly and like just jumped in an Indy car for fun. Well, but then I would be like, no, this is cool. Like, this is great for well, our sport. You ad- admittedly, <laughs> I, I think, uh, like a guy like Graham, I remember during, was it 2017 when Fernando came over, which is yeah. like, oh, you guys not going to ask me more Fernando questions? Because, like, yeah, yeah well, that was, that happened. It yeah. was cool that he was there. And, and, and I think yeah. you guys thought it was cool, but then I think it got annoying after a little while for, for, I guess some, it could, for some of yeah. you guys. Yeah, pretty I, funny. Do you, did that? I mean, honestly, did that happen when Fernando came over? All the attention did it get annoying after a while? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, but yeah. like, but it, right but, away, it was, I'm sure it's exciting. It's justified to a certain extent. That was the problem. Like, and 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 thankfully, I haven't like. It's not like a bunch of people have been like focusing on me doing this race, right. which is great. So like, thankfully, they're actually focused on the people that are going to win the race. Okay. Whereas you know, when Fernando came over to the 500, he had a shot at winning. Yeah, he so, did. Like, for me, I'm just like, mm, I hope <laughs> I don't. I don't hope I don't barrel roll and land in the fence like a Christmas ornament. So. That's that's the only thing. You still Instagram messaging your best friend Fernando these days or no? No, you know, we haven't talked in a while. It's a shame. I miss Fernando. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. All right, we'll get him to come over here for the for the 500. You guys could be teammates, maybe. Exactly, maybe. That'll be that'll be fun. All right, let's get into some questions, guys. I think hopefully, unless you, like I said, unless there's anything about the BC39 you want to say, but I, otherwise, I would just say come out and watch. Yeah, just come out and check it out. It's gonna be it's gonna be a really cool deal. Uh, tickets are still available, so definitely definitely get um, you know come hang out with us. I, it's it's a it's a cool way to potentially spend a Wednesday and, and Thursday night. Yeah. I mean, what else are you going to do on a Wednesday and Thursday night? It's it's, it's, it's cool. It's, it's, motor racing, night racing, dirt racing at the Speedway. For IndyCar fans, too, like, this is racing that's like, it's just more in your face. You get to see all of it. You can smell it. You can feel it. You can, yeah. It's like, it's just closer up. It's, I don't know. It, obviously, it's not the same kind yeah, of racing, sure. but it's just, I don't know. It's just a different kind of I mean, of there, you know, Kyle Larson's going to be there. Ricky yeah. Stenhouse Jr., um, you know, me, uh, you got, you got a lot of people out there, Chase Briscoe, um, a lot of really big names. So it's, it's, it's really cool. 
All right, let's get into your questions. To start with Mark B at 70 yeah. Mark Best. So many risky moves this year by drivers, veterans too, to pass on starts and restarts. Is it really that hard to pass with the aero package, or does it depend on the track and driver? Pocono, glad it's gone, or do you miss it on the schedule? Um, you know, you're right. It, it is. Starts and restarts are super important. It is it is hard to pass, but it but it's always been hard to pass in open-wheel motorsport. Like, it's it's always been hard to pass in in the aerodynamics era. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, so, yes, I think... It's just we've seen more mistakes, I think, lately, only because, well, I don't really know, but uh, but yeah, for some reason we're in we're in a bit of a mistakes era, um, but yeah, I mean, the restarts are most important. The starts and restarts are always most important because that's that's the chance to pass. So, you know, it is a shame that people are 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 you know not uh, you know haven't been able to take advantage of that in the right way. Um, and then Pocono, you know, I, I wish it was still on the schedule, but I wish we could have both Pocono and Richmond. So I, I that, that's the only thing I wish, I wish we would have, uh, you know, would have had both on the schedule. Sure. Ed Carpenter agrees with you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, more oval races. And please tell your mom after this that we're yeah. sorry, you're sorry you had to ignore her. You can be <laughs> during this. No, it's fine. She knows she, she's, you know, she knows we're she knows busy. Her, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I'm sorry that, that, okay. Does she listen? I don't think so. Okay, well then. I Actually, won't. no, she does. Does she? Yeah, I'm she sorry does. that Connor ignored you. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, I think she listens. Call you. He'll call you right back I after this. We'll be done soon. Faux willpower. Yeah. Great, great Twitter account. He created the bad luck Connor memes. Yes. Which, are, which really could have, I don't know why those didn't appear after uh, after Portland. Oh, I think I saw <laughs> one. I think I saw one. It Has looks. chance with one of the biggest teams in motorsports, gets crashed on first lap. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're laughing about it now. That's good. Absolutely. All right, IPA lager or White Claw? IPA lager or White Claw. I tell you what, White Claws really are delicious. Over. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> everywhere now, man. They are. I am not an IPA guy. We'll say that. Just okay. can't do the IPAs. Um, and if it's potentially the off season, yes, maybe a White Claw or a lager. I don't know. White Claws are good. I'm not. I mean, I, I can't I, deny that. I agree. I, yeah, I, Jim's res- a White Claw guy. I risk. Yeah, <laughs> is that where we now went? that he's married? Yeah, <laughs> white. big White Claw guy, Jim. I can see that. I got the yeah. I got the the brand on my Jim white. by the pool here with his White Claws. Oh yeah, once I'm wearing a White Claw shirt right now, you guys yeah. can't see it. Ain't no laws when you're drinking the claws. <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible statement. No, you should. Uh, that's, it's a that's great something. shirt though. Get, 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 that's just, that's that's literally what my shirt. Oh says yeah, right yeah, now. yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, Chris Hoffman, the Hoff three. <laughs> what happened to the announcement IndyCar was supposed to make this summer about entering esports? Uh, yeah, that was a you question. What, what's going on here? I, I, I didn't know to... that was. I didn't know that announcement was supposed to be made. I think that was just something they were trying to do. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but you I talked I, about honestly, that on a podcast once. There, there are people. That, well, I mean, there are people getting fired and hired at IndyCar, so I think there's a lot more things going on yep. that they need to worry about first. So. Yep. I would love the esports side. I'm trying to help them do that, but I don't think anyone's really been devoted to making that happen. So I, I'm trying to help them, but I, I I need someone at the series who is devoted to making that happen and helping that happen. So until then, it just it won't happen. So we'll see. It should. It's a it big. Should it's a big market. Hundred percent. And there's a lot of interested people there. So again, like e-sports you said, though, there's are massive. There's a lot of shuffling money. Going, yeah. A lot of shuffling going on at IndyCar right now. They're, yeah, they're trying to. I'm trying to lock down the right people They've or, or talked just about different it. people, and and it's you know it's taking time. They've talked about it for a couple of years though. I think yeah. they want to do it. I think they just want to do it right. So exactly, I don't, yeah. All right, Sharon Brochin, I believe at Sharon Brochin. Uh, Connor, sorry your race ended so fast. You've raced for so many teams this year and have shown an amazing versatility. Do you think that this has helped you in the long run and has actually increased your marketability? You seem to be everywhere lately. Certainly not a bad thing. Well, I mean, 
I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I truly believe that it, it, it doesn't give me the opportunity to get the best out of myself because you're just always learning things that you could have already learned in preseason testing or yeah. stuff like that. Um, you know, normal operating, normal operating procedures with the team, you know, how does each team has a different steering wheel, you know, each team has a different way they operate the steering wheel that takes three sessions to figure out really everything perfectly. You know, when you're coming in hot in the pit lane, nailing the pit speed limiter and, and, um, you know, figuring out where the neutral button is and all this different stuff like that, it's small things that you don't really think about, but like you, you already get that down in preseason testing. Whereas like now you're expected to do that right in the middle of a race weekend. Now, again, small things obviously, but no, but yeah, but you shouldn't need to be worried about that as a, as a driver who's going to go try and, you know, win races or compete for podiums. So, so yeah, versatility, you know, I, I certainly think that it's, I, I do learn a lot from each team and, 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 you know, I have a, a big bank of knowledge for sure, but, but I don't, but again, not really sure if it's, uh, you know, going to help me in the long run. I hope so. I do think that, yes, if I do get a full-time ride, it for sure helps in the long run. Yeah. I think there's, there's, there's a diversity in setups. There's a diversity in feel that I've now got. Um, but again, I want to I want to be able to take advantage of that, yeah, you need that in the long run. Yeah. And yeah, so that's going to be tough. And marketability, I mean, I don't know. I mean, marketability, I feel like I've always just tried to just help excel myself on that. And I think, you know, any team any team that's that's actually paid attention to the internet has probably realized that any announcement that has to do with me has gone quite a lot yeah. farther than any of their other announcements on the internet. So I think the fans on the internet have been super good to me and, and anything, you know, if I look at the pure numbers, like anything that has to do, you know, with, with what, with an announcement about me or with an announcement about, you know, what's, you know, what's going on, you know, with my racing career has done really well on the internet. Yeah. And, and that's not just, I mean, no, it's true. I don't want to just say that about myself. Like I'm not trying to do that, but I just, I look at the numbers, right? Okay. This is, this is about, this driver or another driver, or this is about something, you know, that we've seen, uh, you know, every now and then, or it's about a championship contender. And then there's an announcement about me, or there's a story that like has to do with how we did in the race and it does really well. And like, if any team paid attention to that, then maybe it helps me, but I don't, I don't think they do. Yeah. But you know, I have to thank the fans for that. And to thank this, you know, IndyCar supporters, because I think, you know, at some point that might pay off. I mean, when I'm having a discussion with people and you look at the pure numbers, like there's a lot, we get a lot of play on the internet right now, whether it's Twitter, Instagram. Um, you know, I don't really, I don't really pay attention as much to Facebook, but anything, anything there just hits hard on the internet. And that's really good. So I, I remember you, and again, I don't think you're going to mind me saying this, but I remember after the 500, you had posted, I think it was just kind of like a thank you or uh you know, like this is how my race went kind of yeah. a thing for supporting me. And it, it did kind of comparably to to Simon one of yeah, Simon's tweets. Yeah, Honestly, I mean, you know, that's not a shot at Simon. It's just it's yeah. just true. You have a big fan. You have a big following. Yeah, I mean, I think the story pe- people are following my story, and I really appreciate that. And I think they want to see it come to a, you know, come to a a, a nice not conclusion, but like they want to see the ride that we've created. Like this this needs to have a climax, and that climax being, you know, me finally getting back full time with a good team. You know what I mean? So. I would I would love that to happen. I, I don't think any IndyCar teams really care about that, obviously. Yeah. But um but if 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 it does count for something, 
you know, maybe I'll get a maybe I'll put together an internet document over the next over the end of the season and it's say, hey, not a bad idea. This is facts, yeah, and uh, and we'll see. So who knows? Question for you: <clears throat> Which team? You don't have to pick an IndyCar team. You can go NASCAR, you can go Formula One. <clears throat> yeah. Care. Which team do you think would like work the best? Or does the best to promote its drivers, or or maybe the better question is, would work with you best? Like, what kind of what kind of like team and your marketing, I don't know, strategy fit fit together really well? And again, you don't have to pick an IndyCar team. I'm just I'm wondering who you think does a really good job of marketing their drivers together. Well, and Red Bull, Red Bull, <laughs> I mean, yeah. But on, honestly, uh, Vassar Sullivan, yeah, okay. I, I think I think they're highly underutilized with Bordet because I think Sully is like a young cool dude like does a lot of awesome stuff and i think their partners and where they come from like i think they have the potential to do a lot of cool stuff okay. and obviously bordet is not going to do any of that like no, you know he he's does. just he's a grizzled veteran and you know but i think with the way that car looks and the way they do things and like the way the way i remember sully having his grc teams set up with a dj in his in his pit like <laughs> yeah I would love to work with those guys. And okay. I've told Sully that before, but yeah. but those guys are so dedicated to Bourdais, so, you know, they love whatever. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I would love to work with – and Jimmy, too. Jimmy Vassar. Love Jimmy Vassar. You know, he's even he was, he's even come up to me, you know, when we hang out. Somewhere. He's like, oh, man, I had a dream about having you in my car once. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, that would be sweet. Yeah, you, know, can, make, you can make it happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, uh, but, but I think those guys are underutilized in the IndyCar paddock. And okay. I think they have great brains. And I think – that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, I, 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 I'm not sure. That That's a really good question. I think a team that that really worked. But the the problem is, though, is that a lot of these, a lot of our drivers have people that do their social media and they, and they have teams that do their social media. And like a lot of it is, is, is the same. Right. So like right. There, there's no one that's going out and creating stuff that's on the edge. They're all producing like, well-cut videos and well you know like like it's cool stuff like it looks cool and it yep. does the right thing but like it's all the same so like i i don't know you know whether it's because you got like co-force and you got uh the the you got um chris cross and 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 mike kitchell at andretti who are like really good all those people are really good anders yeah. has created a great company and like it takes the load off the team right they just pay them to do it and it look and it looks cool but like, I don't. I still don't see anything that's like viral. There's, there's no one's creating anything that goes viral. No, and maybe they don't want to. Actually, they definitely don't want to. But we need that. Yeah, like we need to create more cool stuff that people can really eat up. So okay, we'll see. I could. I will say that we'd mentioned him earlier, and he came up as faux Will does a pretty good job with Will's Great actual stuff. account. Yeah. yeah, Will because Will gets to kind of be that yeah. that weird guy that that I think people really get to know, which I enjoy. So that yeah. is, that is some good stuff. But so we'll see. I I think you know we're we're in an era of like everyone stepping on eggshells. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Michael Gadire, right? Yep. How does Connor feel about Laguna, knowing he's got momentum? Uh, nine years in the making. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> considering you won the poll in two thousand. I love the Unicos. photo that went with this tweet. Oh as yeah, well. that's right. When, yeah. when 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 our road to indie series were actually had fields, it was like a field of twenty five or something instead of seven <laughs> indie lights cars. That's a great. I like the momentum carrying over from nine years later, though. That's good. Yeah, he that says, was hilarious. He says, in all in all seriousness, though, will the track experience in a different car from years ago help or transfer at all? 
I mean, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, it's good that I've been there for sure. I mean, I've definitely been there like Oh nine, 10. And that was, those are, you know, it was fun to race there. I really like that track. Um, and I was watching some of, you know, some of the Andretti guys onboard videos from the test there. And, and it looks really cool. Like it's a low grip surface. Um, you know, the corkscrew is obviously going to be really interesting. It's going to be interesting how to see how, how they police the curbs and, and where we can use curbs and where we, where we can't, yeah. um, really real, realistically just in the corkscrew. Um, you know, pit exit's going to be interesting. You know, at the test, they had a different pit exit than going all the way down the hill and making that left. Um, so there's going to be a few different things that we got to, you know, figure out. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be nice to have that test day. That's what I keep going back to. The test day is super important there. And, uh, I think we'll be on a much more level playing field when we, you know, when we go through that test day. All right. Connor clinking beer. Totally understand if you don't want to comment, but given Connor's Europe versus USA experience, I'd like to hear his thoughts after the tragic, tragic events at spa over the weekend. Uh, why no calls for leaving that circuit? Seems to be a very serious accident there this year, or there every year. Example, uh, Pietro obviously got in a crash a couple of years ago, Fittipaldi. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's that's a really interesting question. Obviously, super sad. Um, yeah, I, I really, it's it's hard to believe. Like, we think, you know, F2, you know, I've obviously driven those cars, driven at Spa, driven them at Spa, and they are really quick. I mean, they are, you know, they are not far off IndyCar speeds. Um, they're really not, and you know, but, but it is still a support series. So I don't know if they get enough attention that, that they deserve because those cars are really quite quick. And, and to see that happen, was such a shame. Uh, I mean, just, you just never expect it, right? It's obviously one of those things that again, our sport in the last 10 years is, is constantly reminding us that it is very dangerous and, and it's part of what we do. Right. But you never really think about it in a support series. So that's, that's the one thing that I think everyone was really more taken aback you know about yeah. and and it, and it was very it was very sad um but yeah obviously you know people are not going to call for leaving spa right yeah. but i think there are more there are more reasons that people have to leave ovals because for just for any reason yeah. right so i think sadly we have more of a of a bad opinion on ovals than you know road courses um and you can't leave spa spa is the best one of the best tracks in the world but yes it is dangerous, yeah. but I, I think, you know, what, uh, yeah, you, you, it's just, again, that's something that I think everyone has accepted about spa, but they can't accept about oval racing for some reason, because yeah. I don't know why. I mean, what we are doing is dangerous. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter if you're at Pocono. It doesn't matter if you're at spa. It doesn't matter if you're at Detroit, like what we're doing is dangerous. And like, we un- we have to understand that because our fan like our fans and drivers we can't just complain about a track until it goes away and then what happens if someone you know what happens if someone dies at St. Pete you know what i mean are you going to call for that track to go away no yeah. because like that's just been you know it it it's it's just a tough sport and that's that's how it is it's the sad reality you hate to see that happen but what we are doing no matter who you are no matter it doesn't matter if the cars have halos or obviously you know the halo thing it's not you know it's sometimes it's not going to solve everything you no, know what i mean certain it's, it's going to help yeah, yeah but it's not going to solve everything so you can't what you said you can't solve everything no it's impossible what you guys yeah. are doing is is incredibly dangerous and and it will i mean i think you know you to your point I remember Portland last year when when Marco turned upside down and flipped over Hinch. If that yeah. had been a little bit closer and those guys had hit, 
Yeah. I mean, that Hinch's head is exposed at that point. I mean, yes. that was really, I mean, and again, and then, like you said, so are we calling to get rid of Portland, a road yeah. course that is generally, you know, considered But, like, insane. everyone's talking about the Halo and stuff like that, and I don't think in this scenario at Spa, the Halo would have done anything. I mean, it, it, the Halos were still there, right? The cars were still, you know, well-equipped, so, you know, yeah. that's... That, you know that's one of those things where no matter what our our sport is dangerous and that's just it is what it is yeah. so very sad situation without a doubt <clears throat> all right andrew at andy jones 6704 what driver inspires connor and why uh interesting question um what driver inspires me i it, it's hard to answer that question now like it used to be sam hornish jr because sam hornish jr started with like pdm and like a small team and then ended up at panther winning championships and then penske, penske winning yeah. the indy 500 so you know that was really cool i liked what he did there um <clears throat> i think thomas Schechter as well i think he did a lot to himself to affect his career uh but but he also like would keep driving for teams and he would do incredible stuff um you know even with small teams and have incredible restarts and all of a sudden this dry ramble car how the heck is that second or third right now well he passed 14 people on the restart well okay that's cool yeah so you know i I liked stuff like that um but yeah i think guys like that i mean are are anyone who does special things with you know with less equipment or or you know less money i think is is uh you know is really cool you know right now in f1 it's hard to really it's hard to really say there's any inspirations um because max verstappen was always going to make it and he's done an incredible job he's just always been good there's no like emotional story about that he's just always been one of the best um i think I think seeing where Leclerc has come from is really cool. I think Charles Leclerc's obviously going to be very good, but he's always going to be very good. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I think there's, you know, there there's no story like you know Alonso at Minardi, right? Like when yeah. Alonso started at Minardi, that was like, oh, that was really cool. Yeah. Like he made it, and Alonso didn't make it. Alonso made it from Minardi to winning world championship, and I think that was really cool. So so yeah, stuff like that. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, Lumberman three twenty one. How badly did you want to get out of the car of your wreck car and pummel Graham? You know, <laughs> that's a great question. A lot of people ask me that. I didn't even think about it, which is weird. Like normally, I would have been all fired up about that stuff. But again, I think it's a different mental perspective that I have currently right now. Because like, I couldn't do anything about that, and I was just more like, "You've got to be kidding me!" Than yeah. like, "I'm going to go out and beat the crap out of this guy." Because. <laughs> His car was still running inside of my car, yeah. and he tried to reverse out of my car, and like he couldn't do it because he was so buried inside of my side pod. So that was, uh, you know, it was it was a weird, a weird scenario. So that was I, I did want to punch someone, uh, but I didn't even think about it. I just sort of went away, and I said, you know what? It's not going to get me anything to go back to this and nope. think about it because it's already over, and that is what it is. I'm not going to say you couldn't take him, but he's a big guy, Graham. Too, you start punching. Graham, Graham. was also about a foot taller. Than yeah, me. see, he's got the longer reach, so you'd have to really get inside there. Big wingspan. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't think you'd be able to get in. Yeah, so, yeah. You want to punch somebody else? And I want, I, I want to try and be his teammate next year. Sadly, <laughs> yeah. you know, you so know, don't punch Graham. Yeah, I would like to, you know, Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan potentially is going to add a third car, and I'd like to be in that car. And yeah, they're uh, you can't do anything about yeah, it. Don't don't punch don't yeah, don't yeah. punch the son of the owner. That's, yeah. that's a good idea. Uh, Stephen Killsdonk is Stephen Killsdonk. My, I don't think there's a question here, but this uh, is a very hilarious. I text this to Hinch uh, yesterday. You? Yeah, I by, thought this was a very hilarious statistic. So this said by my unofficial math, every time Connor is supposed to be a teammate with James Hinchcliffe, neither of them completes a race lap. So explain. That is very humorous. So <laughs> James Hinchcliffe and I were supposed to be teammates in 2015 Indy 500. 
he goes and gets stabbed by a piece of suspension, and my car catches on fire before the race even starts. Why? <laughs> and then here, we go into the first corner, and we both don't make it more than 100 yards. So very, very hilarious statistic there. Uh, I love the internet for that reason. Um, so yeah, I texted to James, and he said that is it is highly accurate, but it's only been two races, so... Well, I was gonna say you might want to. You, I, yeah, don't tell Zach or Sam that because you don't. Want, yeah, you don't want yeah. you guys teaming up together next year. And uh, no, cause, we cause we, we no. James <laughs> and I could potentially have great teammate chemistry and content. You know, I think we would share incredible amounts of champagne on the podiums. But you know, we'll see. That would be a marketing. Uh, that'd be a lot of fun. The two of you. I don't know if you saw, but I carried James Hinchcliffe I, on my back across I, driver Jeff intro Gluck stage. Jeff Gluck tweeted it out. The fans loved it. <laughs> There's a lot of heat there. There's a lot of potential opportunity for that is an internet team right there. Oh, I'm t- you Me guys, and James on the internet as teammates. That would be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, yeah. Anyway, all right. All the all the things that make the most sense never happen. So we'll see. <laughs> Michael Picar at Michael Picar. Does driving different vehicles throughout the year have any negative effect on your IndyCar driving? Uh, different feel or different styles? He's wondering. That's an interesting question. Well, that that's the thing, right? Like. That that's why I said it, it. It truly doesn't. It doesn't allow me to bring the best out of myself because it, you have to spend a session adjusting to what the team, you know, is running on the car, and 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 there's a different you know platform. Um, so yeah, it it does affect my driving for sure. But it, but I, you know, it just it just affects the speed at which I can efficiently do my job. Okay. So you know, I don't think it's a negative effect. It's just it makes it harder for me to be able to deliver what I want to deliver. Okay. I love this next question, by the way, from Maggie yeah. at the Maggie Warren. <laughs> how do you, how do you think you would feel about being Hinchdown's full time teammate in Ed Schmidt next year if you were offered a seat next season? Well, I'm obviously not allowed to comment on the future because it's it's I, it's Schmidt. SPM was declining interviews. Like I had people like Bruce Martin come up to me like. I'm not allowed to talk to you. This is the first time ever that that's happened. And I was like, uh, yeah, I just got to listen to them. Yeah. Um, because I, you know, I, I think they just didn't, they don't, they don't want to have anything going crazy. You know, that's very, very political in this sport, obviously. Um, uh, but you know, my own personal opinion, I guess I can offer. Hypothetically, I mean, hypothetically, you know, it would be awesome. I think, I think James, uh, is a very well-established driver. He's got a lot of experience. Um, and to have a steady teammate with, you know, with, probably you know a level of experience as well you know that would be it would be two veterans you know i'm coming up on 50 starts in indycar so i've got some experience i've been at different teams i've been at andretti like he has i've been at you know i've been at other teams so realistically you know we would both be able to hit the ground running immediately there's no waiting around on rookies there's no waiting around on anything um so i think it would be great there would be a lot of great things about it but obviously you know i would also like to go to the moon so, uh, but that's but that's not going to happen. So I, 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 I don't know. I will say from a media perspective, I would be I would be angry. I wasn't covering IndyCar if the two of you guys were teammates. That would there be you, go. you guys would be a lot of fun to cover. The I two think of you. I think HBO Sports or NBC Sports should give us our own show if that would happen. I you know you did the amazing Who race. Knows? You're already a reality television star. Oh, so it's Hinch. True. What am so I thinking? Hinch. Yeah, yeah, you guys two are- reality television stars, <laughs> two IndyCar stars. I, oh, I'm not a star. I'm just a guy. But it's but yeah. No, you I never mean, know. It's right. The story's writing itself. The story writes itself. <laughs> Tristan Wood at T Wood Racing. This, he's got two questions and they're long, so buckle yes. up. When a car gets assigned a Honda or Chevy engineer for the said motor, do they assign one for a year? Move them around each weekend. How does the individual engineer help with mapping, or are they sub engineers for a larger program overhead on a weekend? So let's we'll just start there. 
Yeah, so each dry, each car has a Honda or Chevy engineer, and they're with them for the year. So that mm-hmm. that doesn't change, uh, you know. And there's also a a Honda, an uh, an upper, a higher level Honda engineer that manages the team. Yep. Um. So you know when you have meetings with those guys, uh, you have your Honda engineer, and then you have your upper level Honda engineer. Um. So yeah, those are all the same for throughout the year. Uh, and then they just try to help you out, you know, as much as they can. And, and they're really good. They're really helpful, super great people, both Honda and Chevy. Um, and they're, they're really, really helpful for, you know, throttle map, pedal map, you know, trying to figure out what you want, okay. um, you know, to help you drive drivability wise. So they're always, always willing to help you. Are they feeling like part of the team sometimes when you win? Like, or I mean, when they you are have part it, of the team. Have, yeah, yeah I'm mean, saying, yeah. You know, they're controlling your engine. I yeah. mean, they, 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 they are the only ones that can control the engine and control how much power you can get and how much, you know how much work you can, you know, work together on. So, okay. yeah, it's, you know, it's really helpful. It's okay. part of the team. All right, I love this. The second part of this question is very interesting. I don't know what you can say. Yes. But I think also since SPM is leaving Honda and doing it in a way that I know Honda wasn't very happy about, Ugh. did you notice a difference in service since they're going to Chevrolet and reduce the amount of information or mapping being shared with them? No, I mean, I mean, I hadn't been with Honda since, you know, the Indy 500, right? right? So. But no, I, all those guys, because I, I knew some of the, the Honda guy, one of the Honda guys that was with Schmidt was actually my Honda guy, my first Indy 500 okay. uh, with Foyt. Yeah. So I I know those guys, they, they want to win. I mean, people want to win no matter what. It right. doesn't matter if, you know, if anyone's, if, if you're leaving next year or, you know, it's, everyone wants to win. Yeah. And I think those guys realize it. Everyone was super cool there. So Good. no, I don't think there's anything going on like that. Um because you know unless there's something going on at a higher level but i everyone was super nice and and it seemed like everyone wanted to you know wanted to go out winning yeah sure. I, I think I, honda's too professional to, to do yeah, anything like that I think, yeah so. Every, everyone you know those those both manufacturers honda and chevy are so professional yeah. that you know you're not gonna get that it's a fair question it's a fair question you can yeah, see where honda question, might be bitter yeah. or something like that but i don't mm. think that's what's gonna happen wait no. by the way because we're out of questions because we did this one already are you was this 49 for you race? Are you going on 50 at the end of the year? Or is I don't know. Am I? I don't know. I don't well, know. I just, here, I looked Look at, up how many starts USAC, did I have. USAC says you had 48 starts, but this was from f- five for a while ago. Oh, really? Are I you don't, at, are I you, don't think I'm at 50 yet. You sure? That's for sure. Yeah. I don't think I'm at 50 yet. I, we're not celebrating? But maybe, uh, like, I think if, if the first race for next year is my 50th, 50th? start, I'm going to, like, maybe I'll do something funny. Like, I'll get, you know, drivers have special helmets for their 100th starts and their 200 starts. I don't know how long my IndyCar future is, so maybe I'm going to celebrate nope. 50 instead you of got, 100. You got 49. I have 49? So what is Laguna going to be? Laguna's 50. Wow. You're going to you have a party? 50 and yeah, IndyCar 50 starts. 50 IndyCar starts. I don't know what to do. I, I don't have enough time to get a new helmet for it. <laughs> I can't. Maybe I'll just get a sticker. Get a sticker that says, what was that slogan you came up for? I've white, done for, 50. For White Claw? You just get, get yeah. that one. Ain't no laws when you got 50 <laughs> starts. No. Yeah, that. Do that one. That'll I, be... don't think, I don't think that's going to be the case. <laughs> I don't think people celebrate 50 starts. 50 starts is pretty good. But we all celebrated at the driver's meeting again that TK's had 317 consecutive In a row, yeah. I, was say, I mean, that's insane. <clears throat> that makes me angry. It's crazy. Why is that angry? Why does it make you angry? Because I want that many starts. Yeah, well, there's it's not. just a jealousy. To thing, be fair, you know there's like. No TK's one else. A good driver. He's won a lot of races and stuff like that. He had a good race at what Gateway, he right? He still owes me a helmet. Does he? Oh, that's right. Yeah, you got to keep reminding him of that. No, he did not have a good race at Gateway. He got lucky at Gateway. <laughs> so you're right. That's what I will say. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> TK was a roadblock at Gateway. 
<laughs> and it, it walked the crap. He out had of a me. good result at Gateway. He had a good result at Gateway. I, I love TK. I was just I was talking with him at the airport about how he wakes up at five a.m. every day and goes to bed at eight p.m. because he has seventeen children. <laughs> it was, his schedule is wild. Him Did, and his wife's schedule. They have they, the the life of having like four kids and being adults is wild. I yeah. I don't have any kids, so I don't know what that yeah. is like yet. Wake up at wake up at five four forty five a.m. Go to bed at 8 p.m. I'm good. I was like, man, I, <laughs> I, I felt bad waking up at 8.30 for this. I hit the snooze button at least once. Can so. I ask, did you know that this year, I mean, you know, it's six races only, but your your average start and average finish are career best right now. Wow, that's great. 12th? Average finish of 12th <laughs> right now. That's super cool. Average finish of 12th. <laughs> that's not bad. Yeah, but average finish of 12th after finishing 20th, 21st. What's up saying? You actually, brings it down. if you had finished, yeah, if you had done another 11 another or 12, top five, you would have had a chance 10. at an average 10, like a 10, top 10 guy. <clears throat> I know. It's been a good year. It has been a good year. Well, we'll reflect. We'll we'll, we'll take that time to reflect after, after Laguna. Good year, beating a lot of people that I want to beat. And, uh, but yeah, here we are still fighting for jobs. <clears throat> and still listening to you talk about the Colts. I, I have to mute you on Twitter, I think, at some point. I told you it's okay, just I know. as long as you don't I, I just got to get, get rid of it. <laughs> oh, is it that bad? No, I'm not that often. No. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's all right. So so you, we'll see. We're, you, we're, you know what you could do instead? What? Retweet all of it. Just, re, no. just flood your followers' timelines. <laughs> Just yeah. be like, this guy is the ultimate Colts reporter, and he knows exactly what he's talking about for all you Colts fans. Are you coming, yeah. to, a, are you coming to a Colts game this year? I think I probably will at some point. You should let me know. You should let me know. We can I can say hello and you can be on you can maybe introduce me to Jacoby. I'd like to play your, for the your, Colts. Your new best friend. Yeah. What position would you play on the Colts? Uh whatever gets paid thirty million dollars. <laughs> so quarterback over three years. So yeah. quarterback. I'd be a quarterback. You need guy. Brian you need Brian Hoyer's job. I'd I'd chuck the pigskin down the field. You need to be the backup. Sling, sling the rock, as Pat McAfee says. You need twelve million dollars for not doing anything for the year. Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. Ideally for Brian Hoyer, yeah. I should say. Don't That's, worry, we're gonna go out and you know, risk our lives for a potential prize money of seven hundred dollars if you finish like eleventh or something. That'll be sweet. Is there prize money for the PC thirty nine? Probably, yeah. If yeah. you win, if you win, yeah, right, more, yeah. more prize money than an IndyCar race. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fix prize money. On the, okay, hashtag I, fix the prize money. This is the end of the podcast coming up. Is it uh, hashtag more IndyCar prize money? <laughs> Use that. Tweet it at Jay Fry. <laughs> There you go. For humor. That's the end. Bye. Bye, guys. (laughs) 